Hey everybody, it's Legal Queen LA. We are back with another episode of The Royalty Room. And today we have a super special guest. And I probably say that every time, but today I really, really mean it. Um, we have the recording artist, Lil Xan, live in our studio right now. How are you feeling? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I honestly, I have been excited about the opportunity to sit down and talk with you since we met. Thank you. Um, Stahl, can you cue up the little video that we have for the people? Gotta pull a Royal white It's so good. Yeah. We did a good job. Walking inside of the club and I'm looking so pretty, I don't give a fuck. I think you, yeah. you definitely the made I love it. That scene was. Oh my gosh! I didn't realize that scene made it. Which one? That one? Which one? Where I snatched you up. Oh, remember we did the whole skit thing? Yeah. That whole skit thing was funny. Where I think my friend had to like. What was it? He had to like steal you away or something. And no, you stole. Oh, I stole you away. Okay, I so, stole you away. Um, my sister was also in there for a little second. And then Shout she, out she to had to go dip baby. though. She had, she had to go do this. She had another show. Y'all sent me a video though. It looked cool. That looked yeah, cool. Yeah, y'all are like, for me, obviously, like I have talents. I have things that I do, but like to see people be so talented at making music or mm. choreography or painting, whatever it is. And to see those people in their elements, like yeah. doing that thing, performing, it's just so beautiful to me. It's crazy, yeah. right? It's just an art form, man. Cause um, what, what we met at the, the video shoot, right? So the first or not the show or is it the show? Cause that's, it was the a show. show. That's why I was saying that. Cause it was, it was, yeah, I remember it was before, right? It was mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was a good that was a pretty cool show. When was that? I think that was the ninth, July 9th. Yeah. July. July 9th. Wow. Yeah. So um there's an episode on the page uh from Lil Zan's listening party. And that can you tell us like what that show was like for you or what it was about for you? Yeah, that show was to me, it was uh I had a lot of conversations with people that night. It felt Cause you never know, like when before you go do a show, like I hope people show up. I hope it doesn't look bad. Or um, so when I got there, just to see that all my friends in LA were there, and we had sold out a good amount of tickets. Like it, it looked good, and it was like a my like my kind of comeback show in LA because mm -hmm. I hadn't performed in LA at that point for like a couple, maybe two or three years. The pandemic slowed everything wow. down. Uh, so, and I had done shows here and there when, when things started to become more relaxed, but that was like the comeback show kind of. And that's why I brought uh, like a live band too, you know, because um, I was thinking like if I, I don't have enough new music out. So like if I go perform the same old stuff, like I, I would just feel whack, you know what I mean? Like, I, so I, I gave it another twist of having the live element with the guitar and the drums. And I think a lot, I think they liked it. I think it was. Pretty good time, you know. It was. Honestly, can I be honest with you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So before I got the email asking mm -hmm. if I would host the, the show and yeah. do interviews, um, I saw the title subject line. I said, you know, Lil Zan's listening party. I was like, why are we asking me to do Zan's party? 
And at that time, I had never heard your music. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of you yeah, um, yeah, yeah. many, many, many of times. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends are, are definitely how, yeah. fans at that point, but I had never heard your music. Mm. And so I opened the email and I read the, the little press kit they put together mm. about your new project, Not On Drugs Anymore. And Oh, see, I didn't even see that. I hope, yeah, it probably looked... Oh, saw cute. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was reading it and I was like, wow, this is definitely something I want to be a part of. This is beautiful. Yeah. And so I went and that was the first time I heard your music at that show. That was a, that's good too. Cause you got to hear like a yes. whole different kind of version of it. And it was a good version. It, it was, was yeah. I think the live band definitely elevated, but from there, you know, I'm shazamming the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I liked the element. Of Thank the you. Pride. Thank you. It, it's like when, whenever someone tells me stuff like, Oh, I, I, I didn't listen to your music before. Don't get mad. Like, bro, I'm like, I'm the last person to, like, I don't expect everybody to have listened or known my discography. Like, right. that never gets under my skin at all. You know? Yeah, and it's, it's honestly, it's not something bad. It's not like, mm. oh, I've never, li- I would never listen. It's no, just, no, I don't it take it. hasn't. No, I don't. Across. Yeah, I don't, I don't take it bad. But so many people will come up and, and do that, though, kind of like, Oh, don't feel bad. I was. It's like, no, it's good, bro. Don't worry. Like, I'm glad you got introduced. Yeah, like, thank you. Like, I'm glad you either liked it. You know, it it means a lot to me. Um, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Yeah, I think. Um, I like I said, I really appreciate what what you're doing thank this you. year and with this new project. What is, I guess, what do you want your fans or new listeners to get from this project outside of the obvious? Yeah, um, yeah, but outside the obvious, you know, the message, um, you know, we haven't, well, it's got a name. The title of the project is uh, Diego. Okay. You know, so it's uh, me, obviously. And that's your real name. Yeah, yeah, my real name. Um, It's very, I did this a lot in the past unintentionally with some of my music, but now that I'm sober and in a clear, good, healthy state of mind, I'm really, like, relatability and being authentic to not only yourself, but to your fans. That's how you keep a strong core fan base. Like, I still, yeah, I may have lost, like, these fans and those, but they were never, like, the real fans. Like, I still have a very strong core fan base. And and I built that off of, like I said, unintentionally doing it in the past because I was just wild. But just being, (laughs) being relatable and I would always post my crazy fuck-ups on lives and shit. And, yeah, I looked crazy and wild at the time, but... It let people know, like, oh, okay, he's not the only one going through that. Like, you know, like people look at celebrities or artists or whatever it may be as, like, uh, you know, through social, through, through the mirror that is social media. You know, they they don't think that what's on the other side is even real because they're never gonna run into you or do anything. So they forget that they 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 lack the human element. They forget that oh, that person that you know is a human being. So you know, if you're writing a mean comment or you just you forget that that person is like you, you know, he might yeah. see that comment. And I've seen many comments that probably people never thought I'd see that were hate comments in the past that used to affect me. Like, I used to be able to read, like, a hundred positive comments, and it'd be just one douchey little, you know, stupid comment, and it would neglect all a hundred positive comments, yeah. and I would just focus on that. I, I'm not like that anymore. I, I've learned, you know, how to deal with social media. Um, it definitely moderation helps. Uh, yeah, um... You know, yeah, a very back. I, I went off on a tirade. No, it's okay. But back, back to oh, that. Man. Yeah, very authentic with the project. Very relatable. Um, and and the best music that I've ever created. Like, the, it'll make it'll definitely make some people that weren't fans before, uh, like 
I think they'll they'll be interested in it. Yeah, honestly, like whenever um, the our publicist reached out about that music video, the one that we just played. So um, pretty, yeah. I didn't know the song. I didn't hear the song. You're the highlight of the video, too. Thanks. Um, she really is. I don't understand. Literally, okay, so long story short, we walk in. I, honestly, I don't think the video probably, we would have had to like find another girl. It would have been a whole thing. Yeah. You uh, said you right saved the day. At the right time. Yeah, you saved the day. My bad. What are you saying? God does it. Um, so we show up to this video. I had no idea what the song was. Mm. I just, you know, they said we're all black. I'm like, all they didn't black even tell what? Me that. Shoes, shirts, yeah. uh, dress. What are we doing? Like, I had no idea about anything. You, you had like a little, what yeah. do you call it? What do you call it? Which was that like a dress? That's not a dress. So I had, um, it was a, a bikini, really, with a see-through black mesh. That didn't look shirt. like a bikini. You I had, know. You had some. See, like I'll, a, be doing, yeah. I'll be doing some things. So yeah. I had a leather skirt. Taking it Skort? back to middle school. Skort. Had a skort. Skort. On. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was something like that. That's yeah. I mean. And so I showed up, and as soon as I walked in, walk inside of the club, mm. looking so pretty. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, exactly. And they dropped the song. I said, wait a minute. Y'all were getting lit. This <laughs> song goes crazy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. No, you guys gave, uh, gave me second life too. Yeah. I got there. I was like, okay, like. That was a perfect summer anthem. I'm. Mm. I'm First of all, it's not getting off of the playlist, but next summer it's gonna go crazy too. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a feel good song. Yeah, that one was special because it was. Uh, it's very different than like what is on the project. Mm -hmm. Like so pretty is is in is like a love letter to the fans, and it's just a fun record that kind of reminiscent of the old you know days. Um, it, it's a fun one. I I'll probably put it on the album. I love it. You I love should. It. Yeah, you should. Okay, it's, I'll put it, it on. Gives um, it's a very poppy yeah, song. That's it's good we, yeah. for radio. It's yeah. good for clubs. It's good for driving down PCH and feel, convertible. Yeah, like, yeah. I it's love a good. It. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. But seriously, that video, yeah, I needed your guys' energy. I needed it. I'm glad that I could be there. Yeah, and, so random um, too, right? Just it was everything, everything just works out like that's that's what I love about life lately. Yeah, you know, we're we're ending up in the right places that we're supposed to be in, and you know, I'm just taking things for what they are um, mm -hmm. and not reading too much into them. You know, show up, couple outfits, you know, we'll fit the vibes. Did you have, did you have a couple outfits that day? Today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I had like three you pairs you of didn't shoes. Change. You didn't have to change though. No, okay. Everyone's like, oh my God, that's the right, you're wearing the right thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm gonna just so go in here and, they, and shake my booty. Yeah, that's all That's all they needed though. That's all they needed. That made that scene though in the bathroom looks the best out of the whole, the whole like, yeah. It, it was good. It was good. They came up with this, this treatment like completely on the spot. Like it was supposed to be one thing and then all of a sudden turn into we created else. a new project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was a little worried at first. That's why you guys saved it. I'm serious. I was like, oh shit, like I'm a little worried right now. And you know, it's crazy. Like, it doesn't matter what type of project it is. Like, even my podcast, you know, mm. if my guest is two, three minutes late, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not gonna show up. I'm gonna, what do I do? Yeah. I gotta talk to myself. Like, so it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a large oh, nah, show. Yeah, or... yeah. That that wouldn't be us. No. Nah, we're just a little a tad little bit late, a little bit. Normally, I was actually gonna get here earlier, but we were all the way up in uh, the Hollywood Hills, and it's like takes forever to get from up there down here. Yeah, no, trust me. Um, ever since uh, coming to Long Beach for how do you like it? By the way, yeah, I, I like love Long Beach. LBC, LBC, and podcast place. I don't care where I live. I could live in the Valley. I can move to the Valley, and I'll still come here. Yeah, like 
What is you said podcast place? I read that on this. That's this. Is that that's this? That whole is. Thing. Okay. That's the oh, Solomon. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I was reading that sign downstairs. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing. He yeah. honestly, like, we just show up, run our mouse, and get out. Yeah, this is you know, very nice setup in here, though. Like, very, very but um like the so, Oh my yeah. god, my bad. I'm no, there, you're I'm good. Now. I'm you can take over. No, every, no, go tell me. Every go. time I have a guest, I want it to be your show. Yeah. So whatever you want to make it is yeah. what it is. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hmm. Well, let's see. I do have a couple of questions, but Ask going me. back to something that you you mentioned about um social media. Um Yeah. That's another reason why I went with this this it's a good title. title. Culture I like it. versus sobriety because like you said, everybody's watching celebrities through a social media lens. There's a mm. a music industry culture. There's a hip hop culture. Mm. There's a um, an LA culture. Like there's just so many different things that are happening out here that I don't un- even understand how you stay sane or sober so yeah i mean it's sad too um you know you just brought up like uh like with angus cloud passing recently from euphoria Mm -hmm. i didn't know him personally but i knew a lot of people that did know him um great guy you know um but it's just sad because that just keeps happening Mm -hmm. you know like like rest in peace to angus but like it's just it 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 started like i don't know it feels to me it started like a few five six years ago with artists like X dying and Juice and Peep. And it's just, I know it's been happening before, you know, but like it to me. No, that was a pretty extensive It just felt like everybody. And then since then, like Mac, Mac Miller passing away, it just feels like we're losing so many people, whether it be to mental health problems or just straight, you know, drug. I mean, mental health and drug addiction go hand in hand together. You know what I mean? Um, Do you think that drug addiction contributes to the mental health crisis? Yeah, uh, of uh, to to a certain extent, you know, definitely to a certain extent. I don't think I think there's definitely a lot of people that are sober that deal with you know mental problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sober right now too, and uh, you know, we all got a little you know some, but like, uh, I do believe that um, you know a lot of people have contr- uh, difficulty with moderation and, and substance abuse, and and yeah, like I, I consider myself sober, like a pretty normal guy. But when I was all messed up off Zans and perks and, and lean and all that, man, I was, you know, like me- like mentally, like just in a dark fucking place. Like, I can't tell you how many like suicidal thoughts I used to get back in the day. Uh, like, uh, and I had guns around me too, which was mm. a scary thing, that you know? scary. Yeah. And, and it was just like, it was at the peak of like the fame and then just the, the money and Oh man, I don't know how I survived. Those are drugs too. Yeah, yeah, yo. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, fame is a drug. Yeah, all oh, money is a drug. I think Los Angeles is. A drug. Los Angeles is. A, oh yeah, it, I, it's uh, it's a drug. But see, I'm sober, but that is a drug. Want to know why LA is a drug? But it feels like that. It's electric, bro. It, it it's it's got this atmosphere. I've traveled the world, and LA has something that I've never ha- gotten anywhere else. You know, it's just. And it's kind of fucked up too, you know. It's kind of a grimy, dirty ass city. <laughs> but like, I think that's why I love it, man. You know, I don't know. I might be a horrible person, but me and my homies have a good time out there. It, it's this. It's it's what even initially drew me in, because like I said, I grew up in San Bernardino, an hour away. So when I wanted to get into music and stuff, 
I would have to drive every night to LA and back, like two hours there, two hours back. But once I got like a taste of that LA lifestyle, oh boy, it took a hold of me. And and this is even before I even started making music and stuff. It, it, it took a hold of me. And I was like, whatever that energy is out there, it's like electric. I don't know. That's the best way I could put it. Like I want to be out there doing, even if it's whatever. I don't need to be a rapper if I'm a photographer or just, I just need to be in that scene. Yeah. You know? Um, I but, think honestly, that was another question I was gonna ask. Oh yeah, if you had never uh, dove headfirst into music, yeah, what else do you think that you would do? Uh, well, hobbies, career. No, no. Um, you might not know this story, but a lot of people do. Uh, I was a photographer before I got into hmm. music. Okay. Um, and why I would drive from an hour back is I was trying to take pictures of, uh, you know, up and coming artists and and stuff. And uh, I was I was an amateur. It wasn't that good, you know. Um, my grandma had bought me that $1,200 camera because we were like poor as hell back then and stuff. Um, but then my camera, I set it down at a show with my friends and I wanted, you know, I wanted to turn up for a little bit. And so I put it behind the DJ booth and it gets stolen. Someone steals it. And at that point, I can't afford another camera. I can't, you know, my life feels ruined yeah. at this moment. Yeah. So, but all my friends are rappers and I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. It's only 20 bucks for a session to record. Uh, and the so, times. Yeah. And yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This was in like a trap garage, too. Yo. I remember one time I had to pay for a session. Every everything else, I don't know. People just like they were cheaper. Free, yeah. free uh studio time. But I yeah. paid for a session one time. Yeah. I said, Woo, that's never happening again. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was pretty enough to get free studio time. I mean, you walk in the club and you look so pretty. I'm just kidding. Girls get all the benefits out here, man. It is pretty girl privilege, but I'm not even going to But then you got to deal with a lot of like weird dudes and that. stuff, bro. It's not even worth it. Into man. that. Trust me. I know. I know because yeah, I've been in LA. I've seen it all. You know, I've seen the worst of the worst, man. It's a, uh, you know, but you going back to your original question too, even LA though can suck you in. And, and, and if you're, it's, I always refer to it as like a very cutthroat city. Uh, if you don't have the, you know, a strong head on your shoulders. That that city will fuck you up. It'll yeah. consume you. Like you're going back to like mental health. Yeah, LA, I'll even give it that, you know, maybe because I was on drugs. I don't know, but LA even itself did kind of put me in like a bad spot. And I, I don't live in LA. I live in OC now, you know. I love LA to death. I just don't know right now if I could live there. Like, yeah, I'll go there. I go there four times a week to record. I'm there enough, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but I come back. But yeah, I, I had to get kind of out of there too, cause it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of affecting my uh, my mental health. But like I said, I was on drugs too, but it's the type of people that you come across in LA yeah. more than anything. You know, you just bad, bad apples out there, man. I think you could definitely either, a lot of people get sucked in and lost, and then a lot of people just leave altogether. Mm -hmm. um, but then that's where this, this drug comparison comes in, because as much as I sit in LA and complain about LA, mm -hmm. where else am I going to go? Yeah. You know? And yeah. when I'm out of LA... It's like, good for working. I mean, all this stuff. It's, just, it's a hub. Like, as an exactly. artist, whether if it's if, whether you do podcast, any type of art, you know, like this, uh, you'll have to at least come to LA or, or stay at... Like, it's it just it's a cheat code in a way. It's like, networking here is, is the best. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, the other thing is everything is so last minute. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you mean. if you yeah. you on the East Coast because you want your you know million dollar home to come yeah, with fourteen yeah. bedrooms instead of one in L A, um, you gonna have to catch a what five six hour flight, like five and a half. Come back, yeah, five and a half hours. Um, so yeah, it is one of those things. I figured out the best way that I could put it. People ask me all the time, "Do you love L A?" 
It's a love hate relationship. That's, bro, I say the same thing. Um, that's crazy. I, I I refer to it, yeah, as a love hate relationship. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, and you don't want to. You complain while you're there, but you mm. don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel so. that. Like I said, I woke up. Uh, I woke up today like with a great view of the of the hills at my friend's house. Uh, and I'm just like, man, there's no place like this. It's like. Ah, just that's beautiful. No place like it. So yeah, shout out to the scumbag city, LA. I love you guys. Lost. What does someone call it? Lost scandalous. Lost scan. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, shout out to Lost scandalous. <laughs> that's a good name for uh, it. It is. It's good. Yeah. I can't remember who said it, but we gonna t- t- yeah, uh, yeah. coin it. Yeah, for we ourselves. did it right here, right here. Um, speaking of love hate relationships, what is Zan's love life look like? Oh yeah, yeah. he yeah he was already warming me up over there. Uh, <laughs> I'm single. I'm single. Yeah, y'all, I'm single. Y'all heard him. Yeah, he very, very, very single. My love life, uh, being single, though, still pretty good, though. Still pretty good. So I think that that may go hand in hand with your journey right now. Are you yeah. on the journey for self-love? Self, like self-care, self-love. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 100%. Does that, does that involve therapy at all? I, I go to therapy occasionally. Not as much as I probably should. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a therapist at least, you know, that, uh. That's step one. And I'm I'm on. He prescribed me um, uh, antidepressants. I forgot, uh, I forgot the name of it, but they help, bro. They they have helped so much. And I was kind of worried, you know, before getting into all that, because you hear like these stories. Oh, it didn't help or it made me crazier. But uh, it improved my mood so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lexapro mm-hmm. or Effexor. No, Effexor. It's Effexor. Effexor. That's what it is. Uh. It took a while, you know. It takes a while to absorb in your system. Yeah, like but six weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm, I think I'm like almost two years into it now, and uh, I feel good. I, I definitely it it helped rather That's than good. not helped. I'm definitely like I'm not against um, medication at all in terms yeah. of. Uh, I'm, but like you like you know you're on the fence though. Like you got you want to be you know cautious, cautious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Proceed with caution with any type of medication. I remember um, when I was in law school terrible times um but i was really depressed and really stressed and everything and they prescribed me this medication um for it was an antidepressant mm. as well it made me gain 20 pounds in one month bro that i yeah when, <laughs> when, when it comes to girls that's a car talk about being more depressed yeah yeah it's <laughs> like and then but it did it help at least or no no, no uh, we had to run away from that one so yeah. like side effects that's definitely something you gotta do you remember gotta, the name of which one it was it was called remeron Rem- i've heard of that one yeah, yeah and it one. was it was not it was no bueno but last year um i went through like some really traumatic times mm-hmm. um and like i experienced like relationship violence yeah and um I started group therapy. I started individual therapy, and they wanted to put me on antidepressants. And it was the first time since that time uh-huh. in law school. And, she's a little, and I you're was a little cautious. I was know. scared. I yeah. was like, I don't want the side effects. I don't want this to get worse, mm-hmm. you know. And all of the like the years that I spent like against med- medication, but I I took the advice. I got on it, and it did make a world. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. What what you what you said right now is exactly what so many people are going through too. It's it's because uh, I knew I I've kn- I've had I've heard my friends that have like horror stories with antidepressants where it made them you know they ended up in a psych ward or something. Hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinate all that stuff. Never happened to me, uh, thankfully, and I got lucky too because Effexor was the first thing they ever tried on wow. me. Wow. Um. Uh. And you know I was very skeptical too. I was like, this, this shit ain't gonna work. Um. 
but you know everybody's different and but there is a right medication for like everybody mm-hmm. like that one wasn't for you obviously but years or whatever later down the road you find a different one works for you like that's what my doctor told me he's like everybody's different you just need yeah. to find and you, you're gonna fuck up and maybe find the wrong pill that makes you gain like 20 pounds or, <laughs> that's crazy yeah it was and that's the thing it's just like i came here to tell you i'm depressed and weight was one of the They're things. They're like, oh, yeah, and take a weight. Give me the thing. Take a weight gaining pill. Yeah, you ain't Ugh. depressed enough. And you know, of course, that doctor was a man. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know. We ain't going to get into all that. I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so you're doing a lot this year that I've been seeing about. The most. Um, you know, a lot of interviews, a lot of uh, talking about what you've experienced and what you've gone through. What is kind of your goal in speaking more? What is your like public speaking goal? Yeah, well, you know, the first thing that we had to do, obviously, um, and this was like a me journey. Um, I had I got to get sober, you know, mm-hmm. and it took me a few rehab times, but I finally had gotten it. Um, and there's, there's angels in this world, man, let me tell you, because like when I was first getting sober, I met I had no management. I'd just been abandoned by my last management team. They're horrible people. Uh, I run into T, you know what I mean? And, and and at first, though, I'm very skeptical of T because I just had a whole management team ruin my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, I'm. Same thing as the medication. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it all goes hand in hand together. But so then this guy comes in, I'm thinking, well, who's this guy? You know what I mean? Like, no, I just got screwed over. I'm not going to let another person screw me over. So it took me. Even, like, five months before of him, like, messaging me every day, calling me, and me kind of being on the fence, but, like, oh, maybe not. Um, but it took five months of, of pestering me. And I was like, fine, you could, like, be my manager. And and uh, he changed my life. He changed my life, you know? Wow. He uh, And and just, it was per- it was a perfect storm, too. I was just getting sober. He came into my life. And then, you know, I had to stay sober for at least a year before things are, like, solidified. Uh and so once I had uh, some time under my belt with sobriety, uh, it was time to, you know, to to let the world know that uh, we back, we back, you know, and I'm different and I'm sober, whether people care or not, you know, but uh, I just wanted that to be known that I, I made it through, you know, and I know you're in recovery, like whatever. I'm not going to I know I'm not going to relapse again because my life, yeah, my life has like improved. Over a hundred percent, like two hundred percent. I'm not. I'm in a position now. I didn't even think I could get back to, mm-hmm. um, all because of 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 that man and getting sober and you know sobriety too. Um, how long have you been working with T? And how long? Oh, uh, like almost like let me like almost two years. Almost okay, two years. Like so a little, a little over bit two less. Years for yeah, sobriety. yeah. Because I see, I don't That's know. Big. I don't know how many days I've been sober because I'm a pothead and I stopped counting after it made. You know what I mean? That don't count. No, I'm no, serious. It's natural. I just go by months. You know what I mean? I'm All like, right. oh, we're in the general month. I might be off by a month or two of it. That's yeah. good. Like no, like seriously, you're not supposed to cheers with water, but like, can we cheers? Yeah, let's because cheers. That's, Huge. That's thank huge. You, thank you. Um, mm. my it. my family and and the the environment that I come from, mm-hmm. I think on on one side of my family, I think I might be the only person that doesn't have a drug or alcohol addiction. That's and it's a blessing. I feel. And you never, I feel you blessed. Never had. Uh, any issues with it or David? So I mean, I'm not. You I could see it. myself like in college and law school. I drank a lot, 
Okay, and it yeah. wasn't that I was, you know, I would drink by myself or I would finish bottles. It's just I would drink and my body would not know what it wanted to do. Like I could have three mimosas with brunch yeah. and black out and end up in the hospital. From three mimosas. Three mimosas. Yeah. This happened That's in my not a lot. Um, my best friend was with me. She drank the same three. Why though? Is that a med? That there. sounds like a medical condition. It does, right? Yeah. But in another instance, I used to be a henny girl. So oh, your girl man. would have anything is possible. 10, 10 plus shots of Hennessy. I used to be a henny. Not blackout. Ah, uh, what is that? What is what, that? What is? It's like Russian. You don't know. You don't know though. You never got diagnosed no. with anything. So so that in and of itself. And then if I was hungover, I would be hungover for like two days. So can you? You can you even drink anymore? Or? I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And so I feel like if that wasn't an issue, I feel like alcohol may have been mm -hmm. my my your vice. Your crutch, yeah, your poison. Sure. Um, but I'm I'm glad that my that, body yeah. kind of forced it out. Yeah. Of me. Yeah. I, I I that's that's an amazing story. Um. I relate to that so much. Like, I socially, I socially drink because I never had, I was never, not, I was never an alcoholic. I, you know, I drank in high school a little bit when you're going to parties, just a typical, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, so I think I got a lot of the crazy drinking out early yeah. on in my life, and yeah, I like to have a drinker here and there. And sometimes I have a little too many, but like, it's not a consistent thing where it's like only like a every other other weekend kind of. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's and a for me, I like. Like I like a good cocktail or like a dessert cocktail. Yeah. Or a so you, coffee you can yeah so drink. You, I'll have one. Bailey's like Bailey's. Yeah, yeah with Bailey's. Yeah. I so you Bailey's. you could drink a little bit. Just yeah. You can't do. Or we'll be on a cruise or on an island and we'll have you know. Are you do you like I, like uh, okay but I do you ever get to a point where you're like okay I'm on my second drink if I hit this third one I might black out. I don't even think I make it to that point because okay. I babysit. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. For example, to celebrate my birthday, which our birthdays are one day apart. Exactly, how, yeah, how cool is that? Um, I had one drink at this like festival I went mm. to, and it lasted me from when I got there, I think around 4 p.m., to when I left at 8. Yeah. And I had just finished my just, drink. Yeah, yeah, babysitting. <laughs> babysitting. And I felt, I felt a little bit, but it's just, you know, one drink rule. Yeah. Um, you, uh, how big on into like, uh, I forgot, weed are you? So I actually never smoked until I moved to LA. Okay. I used to be in high school. So I broke up with my first boyfriend because he started smoking. No. I was like, you're disgusting. You're a criminal. And then look you at you stink. now. Look at you um, now. We got to, it's over. Mm. And so I moved to LA. And um, when I, when we first got here, me and my sister moved together and mm. we lived in a one bedroom apartment together. That was the start of my LA. And um, she's a night owl. She's a dancer. Me too. Nocturnal. I'm a night. You're not a night owl. So I got my first job. You like mornings. working in a law firm. You like mornings. I hate mornings, but it's my career. So I would have to wake up at like seven, and she's like going to bed at seven. Yeah. So at that p.m. or a.m. 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 Yeah. And so I would take like a little edible mm -hmm. to go to sleep through the night, so she don't wake me up. And that, is that how you got started? That's yeah. That was my first like, gateway. It, my gateway yeah. to to weed smoking. Yeah. Um. I but it worked. Edibles are you can do edibles? I did back then, and I slept through the night. But how? Okay. And but I'm talking that. like now today. Do you smoke weed? I do. Okay. I do. 
And so the next piece of that is after the whole edible situation, we moved into a two-bedroom. Mm. I didn't really need to figure out how to sleep because melatonin and, and like, all of that stuff doesn't really work on me. Yeah, like, we were just having... Wait, we were just having that conversation. So I thought I might have been having it with you, but go on, my bad. I mean, you know. Melatonin. Um, I was just, yeah, anyway. It just doesn't... It, nothing like that worked. So that was what I figured out to make yeah. it work. And then when we moved into the two-bedroom, I didn't do the edibles anymore, but... I was in a situation where there was always weed around me. Mm -hmm. So I would smoke with my friends. So I, and, it sounds just like how I got into it. Yeah. And so I've always been super high stress. Obviously, my career is super high stress. Like me, just in general. Yeah, you're the legal I'm queen. Like nuts. Legal queen. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I didn't realize that weed was medication until... I started actually smoking it. I'm just mm. like, Like yourself. Wow. Not, not like yourself. Not like, or like, or not socially with your friends. Or is that when you started to? Then it would just be like, okay, we'll go out and I'll smoke. Take a couple we'll hits there. The you don't really get. And I'll the, go to bed. You don't get really get the full experience of like, when you smoke it yourself, you obviously intake a lot more of the THC. And it probably. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just like you. I, I didn't believe that there was really any medical purpose, but until. I started to become a pothead myself, and I'm like, okay, like this is helping me some way. I mean, for me personally, weed helps me, uh, my mood, my anxiety, uh, sleeping, sleep, sleeping. I don't, I don't have any trouble sleeping. <laughs> That's always the easiest thing, right? Um, yeah, but weed. I, I think it. I would still be a raging lunatic if I never smoked. That's what I'm saying. Like if I didn't smoke the stress, the anxiety. A lot. I smoke. I smoke a lot. But if I didn't smoke that much, like it's kind of in a way feeling that void that you know pills or something else took in a way. I'm not saying that if I quit weed, I'd go back. I wouldn't. But I'm just saying it helps take the edge off. Take the edge off. Yeah, it helps take the edge off. And I honestly like ten years ago, like I said, I'd be like, ugh. You're Criminal, you're just you're a criminal. Look, you how you became a legal queen. And then hey, I'm, shout out to the boyfriend or ex boyfriend, man. You did him, <laughs> did him. Yeah, he left. He left some 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 pounds laying around, and you, you did know, him I had dirty. to figure out how to roll myself. And and, for all my men out here. <laughs> Anyways, um, did you answer me on what you would do if you weren't a rapper? Would it be photography? Uh, if it's would it be photography? If I uh. I, well, if I wasn't a rapper, what I would want to be if I wasn't a rapper, or what I probably would have been if I didn't become a rapper. Both of them. Uh, I'd probably be working at like McDonald's or something if I never. Uh, and and uh, wait, what was the one before? What'd you say? What would you do if you weren't a rapper today? Oh, uh, I'd probably be like a zoologist or something. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I love animals. Uh, My best friend is actually an emergency room uh, vet. Who works at the Dallas Zoo? Yo, shout out to her because like they really have to love animals, those vets, because I couldn't even do what they do because I couldn't see animals hurt. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? I, that oh, that would I'd ah, I'd rather be a normal doctor than that. Cause I'd I could I could handle people coming in all yeah, people suck. If I see animals like if I see, come on, you saw if you see like a <laughs> kilo coming in, like, oh man, like Oh no. I remember it's funny because when, right around the time that I first met her. Kilo was a baby. He was like six months and he broke his foot. <laughs> and it was the saddest time of my life. How did he break his foot? I don't know. He stepped so, on it? Um, he was being babysat by his aunties oh, you while I was at oh, work. You weren't even there. And so, you have an like, alibi. I think Kilo's hurt, but I think he's just exaggerating. 
I come in the house after work and he's completely dead silent. He realizes I'm home mm. and he starts screaming at the top of his lungs. I was like, oh my God, no, my kid is hurt. We're going to the hospital. They didn't tell you what had happened? They were like, oh, he was running too fast. Do I believe them? No. They stepped on his I foot. I don't believe him. Um, but my best friend, she ended up taking care of him and like changing his cast and he had a cast. He had a little cast. It was the saddest thing. It was for six weeks. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. And these vets see like worse than that. She's told me some terrible Uh, Yeah, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. So that's okay. So San Diego as a zoologist. I have like a bunch of reptiles too. I have uh, a few chameleons. Uh, a few bearded dragons. I'm weird. Currently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And? My, it's my new hobby. And a leopard gecko and a snake, uh, a dog, three cats. Yeah, I'm an animal person. I, I love that. Yeah. So um, would you would you ever like just pick up and remote live on a farm with all the animals? That's more my mom. That's mm-hmm. more my mom. Because see, like I love all like farm animals. That's cute and stuff too. Uh. That's what my that's my mom's dream, and she just wants me to like buy a farm that she can live the rest, you know, just old days out, just have a little horse. And I I'm love like, that. I'm like, mom, you know how hard that would be. Who's gonna take care of those? Animals? Mama Zan, <laughs> I'm gonna see you on the farm one day. Yeah, Don't worry. yeah. I was like, I was like, oh man, it'd be a lot of. Work. You want to know a fun fact? Yeah, I'm allergic to horses. Really? That's how, that's random. Is that the weirdest thing you've ever? <laughs> Is that like a different type of fur? I don't know what it is, but uh, you mean you're like you no know, shorties be walking around with horse hair. Keep it away from me because is it the same thing? It does the same thing because it is horse hair. It it's is so bad. And yeah. So I don't know. I did an allergy test, and what they do is they prick. Yeah, they your prick back. with every with the, and it just yeah. 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 So I was I found out horses I'm allergic to is horses, like yeah for sure. Um, I'm allergic to rabbits. Okay, hold on. You you're just saying you're allergic. Have you been around a horse and had? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So right. this this was the start. I think I, I had an allergic reaction for like two days. My grandma. He's hanging out with some horses. No, seriously, my abuela. She speaking of farms. Uh-huh. Her um, boyfriend at the time is a ranchero, and yeah. he has his farm and all his horses and cats and cows and things. So we went to hang out, and they're like, oh my god. Ride the horses. Oh, I rode the horses. Was that your first time riding a horse too? Since a kid, yeah. Okay. And I had it. Like, how could you just get on a horse and ride it? You just get a little uh, lesson. It was scary. I'm not gonna lie. They're they're big. They're 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 scary to me. Yeah. But I got on and, and everything was fine. And I started going crazy with the allergies. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm allergic to all these cats here, blah blah blah. But it lasted for two, three days. Yeah, it's the horse. This thing, yeah. So that's what made you want to go get the test. This Mm -hmm. is before, okay. You're like, yo, something got me. Yeah, and even you would have never guessed it was the horse either. Never, Mm -hmm. I would have just assumed it was the cat. Like, come to find out, I'm not even allergic to cats anymore. Really? You could literally get a new allergy for the rest of your life. Like, you could be like, you don't have to be. You don't have to be born Mm -hmm. with like a. I didn't know that. You could literally be 77 and wake up one day and you're allergic to eggs. Yeah, eggs. Literally. It's food. weird. I know some people, some of my friends that are uh, allergic to peanuts. Mm-hmm. That's bad. That's the worst. That's, that's That to me seems like the worst because everything has some sort of like just nuts or peanuts in it. Uh, and then I had another friend that was allergic to latex, which actually might be wor- the worst one. Woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Latex. Yeah. I can see where that could be yeah. an issue. He had a few kids. <laughs> I love 
Good guy, good guy. But like uh, latex, you don't understand like so. everything. This is latex. Like all this has like latex. Like it's crazy, bro. Wow. So he had to wear like gloves. Yeah, it was that bad. Like he had to wear like gloves. He had to wear gloves, but not latex gloves. Not late. Yeah, no. Imagine it was latex gloves. No, no, it was regular gloves. Like there's no, no it was it, it was like yeah, it wasn't latex. Obviously, it wasn't latex gloves. That's crazy. But that's crazy though. I, me personally though, I think I'm a seafood lover. I like, love seafood. I want to convert eventually to being pescatarian. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like the worst thing that I can think of being allergic to is seafood. Like I just feel bad for people who can't enjoy. There's it. a lot like shellfish, crawl, yeah. shellfish, crawfish. I do see that. See, I love seafood, but certain types like I like shrimp and, and like tilapia, all these type of food. But like lobster, I don't like lobster. That's a crustacean. That's a cockroach at the bottom of the. the ocean. But shrimps are okay. I'm gonna let that you might know. be crustacean too, honestly. But yeah, shrimp. Yeah, you can't really. When I see a lobster, like. It, bro, it's the cockroach of the ocean. It's also fun fact. The bottom feeder. I'm allergic to cockroaches too. That's good. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> so y'all, y'all cockroach shorties, stay yeah. away from me. Hey, hopefully you don't have to come in contact with any. You know, I, growing up, I had weird. to deal with cockroaches. Like, uh, in because I, I grew up like the last couple years before the music started working out. I was living in a motel. Wow. Yeah, things got really bad towards the end. Like, I didn't grow up that broke. Before but... the music? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is right before the music. Like, things got good, like, right when they needed to. Because mm -hmm. we were almost homeless, you know. Um, yeah, it was, it was cockroaches. Ugh, fucking disgusting. I hate yeah. cockroaches. Bro. Yeah, I... So, I walk Kilo at night and... Oh, you uh, probably see... Yeah, yeah. Yes. The cockroaches wait, wait, are bigger than Do you live in LBC or LA? Um, so I'm between Long Beach and Hollywood okay. all the time. Okay. Um, so no matter what, you're going to catch me. Because, yeah, in Hollywood. I'm right 10 minutes away from this uh, studio right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No, because in, in Hollywood, yeah, you'll definitely see those big cockroaches on the side here, too. It's just... I'm personally, I'm more scared for Kilo than myself because they're like the same size as him. Bro, yeah. I... You've not, bro. You know what, though? The rats in New York City might be as big as Kilo. Okay, so there's some crazy rats out there. I don't know how you feel about New York, but I've been one time and I, I just don't got back. Want to go back? I just got back. Like, how was it last month? I, well, I've been a lot of many times in my life. You love it? Uh, I don't know if I love it, but it's different. Mm -hmm. It's very different. And I, like I said, I've been probably 50 times because of business and work and stuff. But uh, I've had a lot of good times and a lot of bad times there. It, is it's because we're from this side, you know. It's 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 that because I, I I think New York's cool, but I don't think I could live there. Yeah, I could only really like come and visit maybe for at the most like two weeks, especially in the city city. Because I'm that's what I'm talking about the city. Yeah, because I haven't even really I've been upstate. That's different. That's you know beautiful and stuff. But uh, people are yeah they're mean there. A lot more racist, and it's crazy because if you ask um them. Which coast is meaner people? They'll say the West Coast. Really? And it's like, you guys need to fucking stop because you guys know you are way meaner with that. Those, I don't think anyone's meaner than people. They're mean, <laughs> bro. They're, and like, and I love, I love New, and I love New Yorkers. Don't get this twist. I love New York. And it's just the accents they have are very thick and strong sometimes. And, and when someone like that's yelling at you, it's like, oh shit, chill out, man. But uh, oh, yeah. I had a good time last time though. Huh. Yeah. When did you go? Um, so I went, it, like I said, one time and it was for my high school graduation. Oh, it was a while, yeah. And my dad took me and my brother and sister and we stayed in the city. We did Manhattan. Manhattan. Broadway. Yeah. Central Park. Brooklyn. Um, I don't think we did uh, Central Park, but we were only there for the weekend. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, I don't want to come back here. 
Damn, you only there two days. See, you gotta. Give I have it, to do it as an adult. You gotta, yeah, you gotta do it as an adult. Uh, and and then if you still don't like it, that's a hundred percent understandable because I felt that same way going to the city. But yeah, I just couldn't live there. I just think we're West Coast LA kind of people, you know. I like the West Coast. And and uh, something that they don't have, like we have terrain, mountains, and all that. They don't have like. All that out It's there. just concrete jungle. Yeah, concrete jungle. I think it's pretty in its own way though, but um so I know that you're you're on your your mental health journey. Um you're gonna be doing a mental health summit here soon. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited to see that. But what would you say um to take us out is your goal over the next year? Let's next say. year. That's a good question. Um my goal is to, you know, we've been working really hard in the studio. Like, I, like that's where we came from yesterday. Uh, I just, I want to, you know, just help anybody in any way I can. Whether it's through my music or just messaging someone. I talk to a lot of my fans that message me that, are, you know, go through problems, you know. Because it really, that's so nice. you know, I can't get to all of them, obviously, and that sucks. But to who I can get to, it you can tell it means, like, such the world to them. And... If you can just change like people's days and make it so much better just by interacting with them, that's the best thing in the world, you know. That's like the best thing. And I just want to show people that I want to show them a side of me musically that they didn't even think was possible. I and that's with with this next song, Overdose coming out, and all the the used to that just came out, people I can tell are starting to 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 catch the difference. They're like, okay, he's not only sober, but he's actually starting to make some pretty interesting music, mm-hmm. you know? And if, if you hate it, that's fine. You know, my music's not for everybody. Um, but I, I want to change... Uh, I just want to change how people look at me in this next year. And I, I know I'm doing a, a good job already um, just be doing these stuff, you know, just letting people see, the, you know, how I am right now. But, uh, yeah, I want to change people's perspectives on me for the better. I always want to do that. I always want to keep doing that. Um, and, and just try to touch as many lives in the process as I can. That's beautiful. I think um, you're definitely doing a great job. I think. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, from going from not knowing your music or not knowing you and to meeting you, I think you're one of like the sweetest people. No, thank um, you. Thank you. So, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the mm-hmm. show. So much. The legal queen right here. Yes. I'm so excited for your new project. Thank um, you. Thank when you. is the next single coming out? November 3rd. And the project will be in a, who knows? It'll be after that, but November 3rd, November 3rd. That's super exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for joining us on the Royalty Room. It has been an amazing episode. I already knew it would be. Uh, give us some likes, some comments, subscribe, uh, share the video, and let us know what you want to talk about next. Um, and also, this new music video just came out. So you, let's, yeah, 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 let's Love take it. it out with that, Saul. Those are the same bands that was out this one. Yeah, yeah. They're helping me make the whole project. It's very vibey. It's like finally found a girl We smoke, we drink That's T's backyard Always miss the summertime when we look in the sky. Yo, trust, I'm gonna be jaded, she's a slut, she take dick, it's wrong, wrong, my station.